everybody. Welcome to another episode of Rob's Rhythms. I'm your host, Rob Fishbeck, and this is Volume 2 of Riffs Volume 1, which was an episode that me and Mr. Max Williams were just riffing on. Puns, puns, puns galore. Uh, you know. So we're just going to pick things up kind of where we had left off. Yeah, but we're still going to pretend like it's a new episode because it sure. is. Howdy, Rob. How are you, buddy? Uh, doing great. How you doing? Awesome. That was the brief time between episodes. Yeah, it was fruit dip. Although it almost seems like they were seamless. Oh, man. I know. Crazy stuff going uh, on. What, what happened in between? I ate some chicken and a baked potato. Yeah, and I booked uh, golf tea time for the next day. Right on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're all doing stuff in this world. What do you think about disco music? Like, what do I seri- think of- like, like no, I know. seriously, not. How do I phrase this? Uh, not sarcastic. Put all your biases to the side. Is like a like a you know somebody takes music seriously and sure. uh, you know. Yeah. What do you think about this? I think it's the perfect music to dance to. I think it was made to dance to. I think it's perfect to dance to, and it's pretty catchy for the most part. And I think it died at the right time. Interesting you say that. Mm-hmm. What, what would we say, like 1980? Uh, I believe it was 77, if I'm not mistaken. It died? Demolition Derby, yeah, Comiskey Park. Well, no, I understand that, but disco, mm-hmm. it was still big for a few years. It was still big for a few years, but, I mean, it, it, it died. Well, then it was quick because it didn't really kind of pop up until, like, the... It didn't fade like away. It burned mid-70s, out. Mid seventies, like seventy four, seventy five. Yeah, well, I, it held its it held its own. Maybe it was seventy eight disco demolition. I always forget, but it held its own for a few years. It was like uh, what 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 the heck is that? It was like uh, hair. You know, it was like hair metal. I guess. Well, dubstep's still around. People still like it, but it was so like it was hair, hair metal. Hair, but not really. Like you don't. Those bands resurfaced. Yes. But they're not good, and the music is is not even close to what it was. We call that, <coughs> we call that Bush League. Absolutely, we call that Bush League. Uh, but no, hair metal died at the right time when it did, as did disco. And they were basically a decade apart, which is kind of crazy. Yeah, um, that, it just... Yeah. That being said, mm-hmm. Gloria Gaynor's I Will Survive. Mm-hmm. One of the greatest songs of all time. Yeah, that song definitely uh, did what she said it would, or said what she wanted to do. Right. Yeah. It's First, right. I was afraid. I was petrified. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know. There's a lot thinking, of thinking. How am I gonna live without you by my side? A lot of trepidation going into disco, but then people realize but I can't. I grew live. strong, and I learned how to get along. Mm-hmm. Now I'm back. Maybe it really is a, from outer space. Maybe it is a grandiose metaphor for how disco prevailed and then died. Ooh. That's some that so at Target yeah. at Target mm. when I was in sixth grade, bullseye. They had like you know like the like the companies that like make now they're like compilation albums. Oh, but yeah, they used yeah. to do like infomercials for them. Like, I remember those. Yeah. Oh, the best, the best uh, early late like late nineties rock anthems, mm. Stain, and like yeah. all these ba- right. Yeah, and it'd be like three CDs for thirty dollars or whatever for twenty nine ninety nine. <laughs> okay. mm-hmm. Sorry, no CODs. Yeah, Thirty dollars. I still don't know what the fuck a COD is. <laughs> yep, I don't either. Let's <laughs> no, not, let's not get into it. But okay. anyway, so but Target had like their version of those. Mm-hmm. So they had one called a hundred percent disco. I still own it. Oh, it wasn't called then. <laughs> uh, they, they really missed a good marketing ploy with that one. 
Sure. 100% Disco? Yeah, that's what it was called. Disco Fever? Right. No, it's just called 100% Disco. 100% Disco. Uh, did not have the Bee Gees on it. That makes no sense, but all right. Uh, rights. Rights. So when I was in eighth grade, I got my black belt in Taekwondo, and I convinced my parents Black that, belt? Yes. You have black belt in Taekwondo. Yeah, it's not there. And you never told me this. You, we've talked about this before. I honestly don't remember. All right, Rob's going to show me his black belt right now. I didn't know he had one. Wow, he really has one. I have all the other belts, too. They're in storage. Oh, my goodness. And yet, he has never shown me any of his moves or skills. And I'm rather disappointed as a friend. Oh, he's doing the crane kick. Okay, you know what? No. Ill illegitimate. I, I'm taking, I'm rescinding your black belt. That is, that is illegal. That's the first move you show me. Because that's Bush League. That's Bush League. Uh, Ralph Macchio would be proud. That's uh, yeah. a bit derivative. Anyways, yeah. so my mom was getting me something like as a present or whatever. And she was just going to give me, like, she was like, do you want money or do you just like want a bunch of DVDs or CDs or something? Mm. And those like, are timeless, right? Well, at the time, I thought so. I yeah. have this vast DVD collection that is worth nothing, and I paid like $20 a piece for them back in the day. Like, So I got $5 a week for taking out the garbage. Mm. It's my allowance. Yeah. Uh, saved up for a month, got the Blues Brothers, mm. the 2005 DVD edition. Yeah. yeah you can get it. Remastered used, audio. Used probably. a disc replay for 99 cents now. <laughs> worth nothing. Nope. I know. Anyways, what a horrible reset. So they had this uh, box set. So I used to stay up late and watch infomercials because I'm a loser. And no, uh, you're just 78. <laughs> huh, got nothing better. To do. And they would do like all these like compilation. Like they had one. I forget what it was called, but it was basically yacht rock. Mm -hmm. And uh, like that's how I learned like who sang a lot of these songs that I would hear in movies because mm -hmm. VHS tapes at the time were not you know, great to be able to read some of the print, like in the credits for like songs and stuff. Yeah. Very, uh, very great. Especially on like a 24 inch television. Yeah. Uh, so then when they, when they would do these infomercials for whatever reason, it would be like, it would be in gold lettering, like whatever song was playing, like they'd hundreds of hits and they'd like show you, like they'd scroll through all the hit and like whatever song was playing in the background would be in gold. Uh -huh. Okay. And I could write them down and then I'd look these songs up. Mm -hmm. That's how I like, Dude, the YouTube generation, fucking sons of bitches. Yeah, I know. You I know. guys had to not, you guys didn't have to work at all. Like, our parents' generation had to work 10 times harder than we did. But it's like, I literally would hit record on my VCR recorder at 1030 at night on USA or any of these networks. AMC, and it, yeah. Yeah, and at mid from like midnight till four, five in the morning, it would be like an, they would have these these infomercials, and I would like listen to them, because like it was a way to like listen to music, and then like, what? Uh, well, well, all my friends uh, were out buying. Jones, all my friends were out buying CDs. I was listening. David Jones from the Monkees would come back on, and he's like, "All of these hits in this box set, and it can be yours for only seventy nine ninety nine. You know, and I would Ooh. just be like, "Fuck yeah." So anyway, so there was this one that was the '70s, mm -hmm. and I still have, I still have them all. It's called Ultimate '70s. How many CDs? Ten, one for each year. Oh, 
yeah. How many songs are on now? Between eighteen and twenty. Oh, all right. They could they could surmise a year but and guess what's twenty. So songs? it's a rights thing. So there's no Springsteen songs. Nice. No Simon and Garfunkel. Nice. No the Beatles. Oh. No the Rolling Stones. No the Who. Mm-hmm. Uh, sure, we could name a whole bunch of other. Uh, no. Uh, Sex Pistols, no Ramones, no Clash. Did, did London Calling came out in 1980. Did they have albums out before London Calling? I thought so. Okay, so thought Clash. Like a lot. I'm just naming, but like, no, you're good. What I bands? Thought, what thought bands like were on there? Paul Simon solo music. Sure. Blondie, Grand Funk Railroad, um, oh. Alice Cooper. So I got a pretty good. I learned a lot about that. I learned a lot about music yeah. that way. Yeah, you're just naming like the frat party that like only a few people showed up at, basically. Yeah. <laughs> but there's other songs. Like there's a better party down the street, but I don't want to walk that far. Yeah. So I'm just going to this place. Uh, Fleetwood Max was on there, mm-hmm. but I already knew Fleetwood. Like that was already like a thing. But anyways, I don't know how we got to these compilation things, mm-hmm. but we never do. Love. Old infomercials mm-hmm. from back in the day, mm-hmm. yeah. and they're still the same. I watched one a couple years ago. PBS was doing one for a Roy Orbison black and white night like collector's set <laughs> for one hundred and eighty nine dollars, and I looked it up at Best Buy and it was thirty nine dollars. Oh, wow! What a markup. <laughs> yeah, but you still bought it, right? No, I already for no. the one for the one ninety. No, no. You, oh, okay. you can listen to it on YouTube. I own it on DVD, VHS, CD, and cassette. So, so you I, just you just complain about the YouTube generation, then you go, ah, still, yeah, they got it. They I'll got it easy. I'm toe. not saying I'm not saying I'm like I discovered the Gaslight Anthem because of YouTube. One of my favorite bands of all time, I mm. discovered because of YouTube. I was watching a Springsteen concert, it ended. Mm. Said, "Would you like to watch or recommended for you?" Mm. And I was like, "What's this Gaslight Anthem?" So I checked them out, and that was it. One of my favorite bands of all time. That gaslighted your uh Shout out to Brian Fallon, whose third solo record just came out recently. It's very, very good, man. Very good. Job, Brian. Oh, we're talking about disco music. 100% we, disco. Yeah. Gloria Gaynor's I Will Survive is on there. <clears throat> uh, YMCA, uh, We Are Family by Sister Sledge. Uh, do you remember Radio Disney Jams Volume 3? No. It had like Mambo Number no. 5 and... Uh, Dude. Heard that song, Fourth of July weekend, driving up to Michigan. Are you serious? Reminded how. But awesome it was the Disney version. That's when I got a uh, little bit of goofy all night long. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, they had to uh, clean it up a little bit. But reminded but of how. Did, now, so how cool was it when you heard that song? Oh, uh, reminded of how catchy that fucking song was. So good, so good. I mean, not like good song, but just catchy, groovy. Yeah, yeah. Song. I just the, the best about part nothing. Though, oh! Yeah, I love that part. Even though I didn't do it very well. Yeah, and then Weird Al Yankovic is uh, Star Wars Phantom Menace songs on there. Oh, but in the style of American Pie. <laughs> You've heard that before, right? No, but I can only imagine what it is. The sad part is, is I knew the words better to that than I did the original American Pie <laughs> until I got into high school. I knew that I knew the original version. I just not nearly as well. Dude. Remember when Madonna did that really bad cover of that song of American Pie? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh no, I don't know. Was that her? Somebody. I want to say she did a cover of that. Sure, it wasn't like uh, Anna Nicole Smith. Or no, because there was a music video, and she had like fucking uh, like, denim, like a denim jacket and a cowboy hat on. Smith, like maybe, Amy, maybe I'm Wyatt. totally it wasn't wrong. Amy Winehouse. We're about to find out. Maybe I'm totally wrong. I don't know why I said Anna Nicole Smith, but, but um, uh, 
Radio Disney had some good had yeah. some good jams. I never I was too old to be into the kids bop when that by the time that came. Plus, now you're now you're just like mm-hmm. fucking with the songs. Sure. Um, but Queen's We Will Rock You and We Are the Champions was on Disney Jams Volume Three. As it probably very well should have been. Uh my, my grandma loves disco yeah, music. She has a song called She American talks about Pie. that all the time. She does love the Bee Gees a lot. Yeah, yeah. I told you. Okay, yeah. No, I wasn't. I'm not crazy. Madonna oh, did a cover of American Pie. Yeah, it's probably shit. Uh, radio Disney. This is great radio. Jams. Yep. Hopefully you guys can hear the typing of the keyboard in the background. No, because I want to name you the I want to name you the fucking songs that were on this album. Uh, mm. Jams Volume Two or Jams Volume Three? Oh, choices. No, I'm. I no. Maybe mine's Jams Volume Two. That's ah. the one I want. I fucked up. Did you get any compilation albums when you were? We did. Yeah, the, uh, I think we might have gotten one of the Nows, but I don't know which one. All right, so this is what's on here. Uh-huh. Uh, Disney Mambo number five. Ooh. I'll Never Break Your Heart, Backstreet Boys, Soda Pop, Britney Spears. Soda I'll Pop. Be Your Everything, Youngstown. Just the Two of Us mm-hmm. cover, Will Smith. Oh, yeah. Reflection, yeah. Christina Aguilera. The Saga Begins, Weird Al Yankovic. Boogie Shoes by Casey and the Sunshine Band. True to Your Heart. Stevie Wonder, We Will Rock You Queen, We Are the Champions Queen, We Are Family, Sister Sledge, YMCA Village People, and just a bunch of other garbage. That's not good. Right, but when you're in third grade and you've never heard Queen before and you hear We Will Rock You, are you kidding me? Yeah, I could I could, I could. Get I'm nine that. years old. That's That and We Are the Champions are the first two Queen songs I ever knew. Yeah. You know what I mean? Were you disappointed thereafter? No, because I listened to their other music and was like, this is way better than We Will Rock You. I was going to say, yeah. It's... Killer Queen, are you kidding me? Under Queen, Pressure, too. Another One Bites the Dust. Fucking uh, Somebody to Love is their best song. Too many hipsters co-opted Bicycle Race, but I still love Bicycle Race. I, I don't like that oh, song. I love that song. I like You're My Best Friend. I love their first album. First is that song. on their first album? Their debut. Uh, no, You're My Best Friend's now. Their debut, though. Uh Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. What? Oh, no, no, no. Don't blank. 1973. Don't blank. Don't blank. I got this. What's uh, the name of the Keep Yourself album? Alive. There we go. It's just called Queen. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm already got it up on Wikipedia. Yeah, Keep Yourself Alive. Best song. Far. That's oh, cool. That's a really cool album cover. It is. It's a really cool album cover. Keep Yourself Alive and Liar. Mm-hmm. Queen 2. Queen 2. Now, see, that's the fucking cover that I, I know that. Yeah, so it's the four of them, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't really know any Although, songs, though. Wait, what year was Queen 2 released? 74. 74. All right, so now that makes... I don't know any of those songs. That kind of makes me think now that... Ap- Sheer Heart Attack. All right, real quick. Killer Queen. Real Sorry, quick. Go You're go good. Ahead. That makes me think now that Appetite for Destruction is a bit of a derivative ripoff of Queen 2. Why? Look at the album covers. Oh, yeah. Look at Queen 2. Now look at, just real quick, look up appetizers. No, I, I, okay. I can see. I know it, what, trust me, I know what the cover looks yeah. like. Yeah, but it's just skulls instead of actual faces. So, I don't know. See, A Night at the Opera? Now, this is a great album. Well, that was the one, I believe, that really put them on the map. You're my best friends on here. Yep. And Bohemian Bo Rap. Mm-hmm. Day at the Races, I'm probably going to like this album better. Oh, yeah, Somebody to Love, Tie Your Mother Down. Good old-fashioned lover boy. <laughs> News of the world. This is the one I got this on vinyl. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are the champions. We will rock you. Jazz. 
We're just going to kind of go down this queen rabbit hole. Uh, Bicycle race, fat bottom girls. Mm. Don't stop me now. Jazz might be their best Don't album. Stop me now. Actually, I think that was the one that was co-opted by the hipsters. Mm. Don't and stop then the me game, now. Game, 1980. Yeah. I'm just looking at the singles. Crazy little thing called Love. Another one bites the dust. I like that song. Crazy little thing. That's when Flash. Oh, Flash Gordon soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Their greatest hits came out in 1984. That's that's interesting. A little early, you think? Uh, yeah, maybe just a little bit. Well, what was Rite Aid? Rite Aid was 83, right? Live Aid. Live Aid, not Rite Aid. Oh Are God. you serious? Yeah, Rite Aid. You know, Rite Aid, 83. 1985. <laughs> no, it was, it was... Live Aid was 1983. Or 1985. Mm. Yes. Live Aid. Date. July 13, 1985. Right. Thank you very much. Right. Come back anytime. So they had a Greatest Hits album before that. Four years before, so that's why they were so big at Live Aid. At Live Aid, right. Radio Gaga. See, I don't care for any of their later stuff. I like pretty much anything from their third album to, like, their seventh album. Mm-hmm. The heart. The heart of it all. The meat of it all. I don't think I know any of the songs from the album A Kind of Magic from 1986. I don't know any of that either. I don't know any of these what songs. What year did Freddie die? Uh, 1991. Oh, okay. So they still had some time. This is, wow. Queen's an interesting band. Yeah. Uh, How many albums did they have? Seems like a lot. Musically. Innuendo, it's got to be their last, came out in 91. Musically very good. I, th- I think they're a very good musical band. Oh. And great harmonies, obviously. They're they're fine. You don't like music, I noticed. What do you mean? You know, like people who just play music. It's got to be... Absolutely, I do. What are you talking about? It's got to be orchestrated. There's got to be a hook, and there's got to be some That's not of, true. Uh, well, I love Tom Waits. Are you kidding me? I love Leonard Cohen, though I Leonard know. Cohen has some great hooks in the I songs. know, but what are you listening to Tom Waits for? Lyrics or music? Chocolate Jesus. Uh, what you get listen- Behind the Mule. What are you listening to him for? Lyrics or music? Lyrics. Hey, that's my point. Oh, so I love lyrics, and then I like songs that have really catchy music to them. Right. And the lyrics are just fine. Mm -hmm. But I don't just like really good music. Right. With the, in the lyrics, just don't. That's why I mean, like, you're not going to sit down and listen to Yes. No. Like we talked about in the last. Exactly. Or you're really not going to sit down and listen to Rush. Listen, like, I, okay, I respect the shit out of Dark Side of the Moon. I think Time is an amazing song. I think Great Gig in the Sky is an amazing song. Mm. Money is a fucking barn burner. Okay, Wish You Were Here is a great album. So is Animal, so is The Wall. Mm. I'm not a Pink Floyd fan. Sure. Like, I get it. I can listen to it here and there, you know, all that kind of stuff. But, like, I don't go out of my way to listen to Pink Floyd past, like, every few years you hear Shine On You Crazy Diamond, you know. When I saw Government Mule do their version of all the Pink Floyd music, that was amazing. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I'm just not, no. I, you're laughing. Go ahead. Say, say what you uh, No, I just, I just, I find it, I find it interesting in, in that regard. Um, because when I first listened to a band, I'm listening, all right, what's the music? Right. Is it repetitive? Is it, does it seem derivative of a lot of things? Obviously, there are only so many chords you can play. 
So but like Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers is just to me that's just lyrics. he's yeah. I mean they're good lyrics. I don't think they're the best lyrics. Yeah, they're good, they're, but the Petty's best. music gets redundant after a while. But that's 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 the sound. Well, that, and that's and that. And I think that's the right. thing. I think that's why a lot of those bands because they don't they don't their sound isn't mm-hmm. like once again like isn't expansive. How do I explain this? Um, that's what I love about Tom Waits is that he never repeats himself. No, but that's he, why he does sounds. have a unique sound. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah, and that's why I was. So does Freddie Mercury. I'm yeah. not. I'm not saying he does. No, and I, I know you're not. I think it's just. It's just I think it, it's it's interesting because I want I want it all. I want music and lyrics. I want to know what you bring to the table in both regards. You know, you get that with the Beatles. Yeah, you Bob do. Bob Dylan. You do and you don't with the Beatles. A lot of the Beatles, a lot of the Beatles early stuff is is very. Uh, well, that was the whole that was the Lennon and Dylan conversation. Like, yeah, no, that's, you know, it's, you just really want to hold your hand, right? About something else, man. Yeah, yeah, it's it's very and then uh, rub, fucking rubber soul comes out, and it's like, whoa, <laughs> yes. No, I know, and that's that's the thing. That's why I like seeing bands take the turns they do. We were having the Jason Isbell conversation a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And we were talking about reunions, the new album. That's yeah, great. And we're like, yeah, it's great. But it's like, it's Isbel. You know, there was no different direction with it. Right. Not to say that that's bad. He's right. got his sound and he's sticking to it. The music's still good. But that it's album. very much more akin to Tom Petty and the Heartbreak. Exactly. It's Clearwater Revival. Right. That album. Just the, the lyrics are just top tier. Right. That album, I'm not listening to really for the music. I'm listening to it for the message and what it gives me tonally, as you would say. Right. Um, but that's why a Sturgill, as far as music goes, I'm going for a Sturgill over a, an Isbel. And it, how similar artists could be combined, I guess, in that way. But how Sturgill can just go from sound to sound to sound and still make it his own is absolutely incredible. Not everybody can do that. So that's no. why I understand that certain artists do get uh, do get the short end of the stick as far as fans sticking around when they try to do something new. Well, it's like Adele doing a country record. Well, I mean, it her, wouldn't suit. She's got an amazing voice. Yeah, but she could sing country. You think? Absolutely, she could. She's got an operatic voice. She could sing country. To me, that's more akin than it would be for, like, maybe not an R and B album, but like if she were to turn to. Uh, I don't know, something like Bruce Springsteen, kind of like a hard, gritty rock. There's no way she could do that. She's she's good pop ballad stuff, and I think a country album would suit her well, actually. Interesting. I think it would work. But I don't know. When you say country, what are you thinking? They're going to put me in the movies. Mm. Buck fucking Buck Owens, Merle Haggard. Yeah, that makes sense. Steve Earle. Right, that makes sense. <laughs> Sturgill Simpson. Yeah, you need... You like, need. I mean, like, when I, like... How do I phrase this? No, there's a certain voice like, in the country. Like, Tammy Wynette, she's amazing. And Adele could, like, come out with a cover of Stand By Your Man, and mm-hmm. it would be awesome. Yeah. But she's so good of a singer. Yeah. It's like, it'd be like Aretha Franklin doing country music. Sure. She, like, she can go places that... All right, to use your point. A C D C. Yeah. It's just D A and E. You know what you're getting. You know what you're getting. It's the meat potatoes, man. So for Aretha Franklin to just sing D E and D A and E mm-hmm. doesn't suit her. She can go in 
deeper, darker, interwoven places. Absolutely. You know, Mariah Carey used to be able to. Mm-hmm. Um, Adele. There's right. endless, endless, endless amounts of singers. You know, Marvin Gaye. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. So, I guess what I'm trying to say is when you have a voice like that, you usually have to go with, like, if you look at Adele's music, mm-hmm. it's either complex pop music, okay, or it's almost got a classical tinge to it, and it's on piano. Right. And it goes a lot of places. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's all I'm trying to say, is that, like, I don't see her doing, you know, back roads, farm trucks, Bud Light. Tailgates. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or lift kicks, excuse me, right? Lift kicks. Yeah. Got big tires. Mm-hmm. Jean shorts. Cowboy hat. Big boots. Bud Light. Tall grass. Bud Light again. Swamp lands. Beer pong. Now we're drowning. Yeah. Tractors. Please save us. Yeah, I know. <laughs> No, she's not going to sing that. Oh, it's I, so sad because I, 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 don't I mean, want if we're going to get a copyright strike, it's going to be for some bullshit country song that we just got. It's going to be for the song for. coming out tomorrow, man. I, uh, by the way, brought to you by uh, Tractor comes out tomorrow. Tractor, farm truck, Bud Light, lift kick. <laughs> <laughs> No, and that, but that, yeah, that wouldn't suit her well. But if you're getting something like from a, a Casey Musgraves or you no, know, she's amazing, Margot Price, she's but amazing. She, but Adele could sing. She's over, amazing. They're, Adele they're could amazing. sing over that kind of music. Though is what I'm saying. That's all right. All right that I'll kind of music that. Adele could sing over. I'll give yeah. her that. Yeah. But I'm thinking like, so how do I put it this way? Uh, Casey Musgraves gets radio play, not nearly as much as those types of songs that bro country that I was just oh, doing. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, like Old Town Road, dude. Come on, right? I fucking hate and Adele that. is somebody who's always been Ugh. very, very, very radio friendly, and right. I don't think she would want to change that. Right. So my mind automatically goes to, well, what kind of music that gets played on the radio? That's what she would sing. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Not like very thoughtfully written lyrics that are witty. You know, like a like a uh, uh, Casey Musgraves or Margot Price or mm-hmm. Aubrey Sellers. She's great. She's got like this like garage rock country thing going on. It's phenomenal. Right. Um, and she's expanded her sound. She's great. Um, but I mean like, and, but like Stapleton, Stapleton can fucking sing his ass off. Yeah. But the he's music, amazing. The music goes nowhere for me. I can't listen to that music. Oh, okay. Cause there's like, there's no, yeah. I mean, maybe there's more instruments, but there's no depth to that music. Sure. It's just, all right, what three chords are we playing on this one? Cool. Oh, right. We're going to add a seventh in there just to give it some build oh, yeah. up before gotta, the gotta, chorus. Got to church it up, son. Awesome, man. Just tell me when that organ comes in. Don't try to church it up, boy. Exactly. So Your name's Joe Dirt. Like, yeah, he's a good <laughs> lyricist and he's a good singer, and that does help with that kind of stuff. But it's like musically, I can't do that. And that's why we were having that. Uh, we were talking early 90s music the other day, and you brought up, I listened to a couple of new Radiohead, or a couple of Radiohead songs that I'd never heard from. Right. You're like, High and Dry and uh, Fake Plastic Trees. Like, yeah, those are good songs. The music in those is, is pretty good, but if you and listen to real, you're like, yeah, but they're they're uh, commercial friendly. No, I just said they sound just like Oasis. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you said they sound just like Oasis. And I was like, yeah, that that was that. I don't, so full disclosure, I've never that. been a Radiohead fan. Right. Uh, 
I've just never gotten into them on my own, and nobody's ever gotten me into them. Long story. Anyways, except everybody fucking knows Creep. I'm no shit. Yeah. Everybody knows Creep. So I listened to, like, their top ten hits on Spotify. Mm -hmm. And those songs that Max just mentioned, I texted him and was like, this band sounds just like Oasis. Yeah. They do. With they sound those, just like Oasis. Those, those songs. Right, those songs. And, and maybe some of the rest of that first album, but after that. Oh, is that their first album? That was their first album. Fake Plastic Trees. Mm-hmm. Is Creep on there? No. I think Creep was the next album. Okay. At least I think that was their first album. I don't, I don't know. Mistaken. I don't know anything I'm about not, radio. If I'm not mistaken. I think it's the Benz. Um, but that was that's the best part of Radiohead for me is how expansive the music got after that and how experimental and how cool it was. And, uh, oh, my God, uh, Tom York, great lyricist, but very uh, like you were saying with the with some songs from the Beatles and the Magic Mister, uh, yeah, Magic Magical Mist- Mystery Tour album. How uh, you were saying this? These some of these songs are just about nothing. It's like yeah, you yeah. would probably like get your that mother was, should know is a catchy song. Yeah, it's, it's just a song. Not about shit. I am the right. walrus. It's just a bunch of gibberish, and they go, "Oh, it's about peace and love," and people are like, "Oh, okay." Yeah, it's just a bunch of bullshit. And that's that's okay? an easy. Yeah. Now you got to understand something. Is it a great album? Yes. In the in the universe of the Beatles, mu- music by the Beatles, mm. it's at the bottom for me. Like, Sgt. Pepper, Rolling Stone Magazine ranked the greatest album of all time. Fucking bullshit. Okay? It's only because it was experimental for yeah, that band. I don't like that album at all. I like, I. it's fine. Like, it's an amazing record. Mm-hmm. Like, it's amazing. Right. But if I'm going to listen to the Beatles, I'm going to play Help, A Hard Day's Night, Let It Be, the naked version that um, they redid in 2002 or 2003. Mm-hmm. 2002? 2003. Yeah. Um, with the Beatles, obviously Abbey Road, the White Album, and then Please Please Me, and then Rubber Soul, and then Revolver, and then Magical Mystery Tour and Sgt. Pepper. I just kind of ranked the beat my all my Beatles albums from yes, best yes. to worst. Yes, you just did. Which I'm not. We're not doing a Beatles rabbit hole today. Can you do that? Nope, because we're not doing a Beatles rabbit hole today. <sighs> Why do you like the song "Float On"? By Modest Mouse? Yes. Well, A, Johnny Mars on it. All right. So music. And I love the Smiths. Right. I've always, like, I listened to the Smiths before I listened to Okay, Fortnite. so the Smiths are a perfect example of a band that got the music right and the lyrics right. Oh, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, their music, it doesn't, it, but it stays in the universe. It doesn't leave it the universe. It stays in the universe, but it's also. The Morrissey-Marr universe. It's different. Please, please, please let me get what I want. Right. Like, if you took out Morrissey's lyrics, if you just took out the, the, the vocal track on some of those songs, you still just go, yeah, this music kicks ass. I could just listen to the music all day. Frickin' uh, Girlfriend in a Coma. Panic. That bass riff, Panic. Awesome song. Uh, the How Soon Is Now. Yeah. Uh, my favorite. Uh, that joke isn't funny anymore. Love yeah. the music. What's the on a double-decker bus? Crashes into us. Uh, Die by your side. It's just a one. I'm trying to sing it flat another so we don't get flat. Another song. That's a whole sentence. Yeah. Don't get another day to die. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Die by your side. Drawing a blank right now. It's just a wonderful way to die. <laughs> it's like so when people are like, trust me, I listen. I li- still live in Middle America. Mm-hmm. Um, at least, at least once a year. <laughs> I meet somebody that claims to like music and I'll 
like we'll eventually get on a conversation with the Smiths and they're like, what? Who are the Smiths? Yeah, the Smiths. Yeah. And uh, I've gotten to the point where like that song, which for whatever reason I can't think of right now, uh, Girlfriend in a Coma mm -hmm. is another good example. Um, and probably like panic, short songs, very, very short songs. Mm -hmm. yeah. I'll be like, or uh, please, 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 let me get what I want. Listen to these four songs. It will take you 10 minutes of your life. Mm -hmm. And if you absolutely hate all of them, yep. you're never going to like the Smiths. Nope. Not because this is what best represents the Smiths. This is just a pretty diverse collection of like their poppy kind of stuff, along with some of their rock stuff. Right. With some ballads, some ballad songs, you know. You don't like any of this, you're never going to like the Smiths. Oh, I completely agree. You know, it'd be like a CCR, you know, nobody's ever heard of CCR, and you're like, uh, Green River, mm -hmm. Born on the Bayou, Fortunate Son, and like, uh, no, no, have I, you ever seen the rain? Uh, like, if no, you no, don't no. like those four songs. No, 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 uh, keep on chugling. Keep on, yeah, keep yeah. on chugling. Oh, or the, the 15 minute version of Heard It Through the Grapevine. Oh, you don't like that, you're not going to like Creedence Clearwater mm -hmm. Revival. Absolutely. Oh, I completely agree. So, yeah, Smith's perfect example of a band that got music. But why, you asked right. me, so you asked me, why do I like Float On? Yeah, why do you like Float On? Uh, so you said Johnny Marr. A, well, it's it's that song. Yeah. And what's Because song? what is it? It's it's, it's Johnny Marr. But it's both musically driven and right. lyrically driven. Right. But what I'm, I guess what I'm trying to say is, is so that's how I got introduced to Modest Mouse. Mm -hmm. But then you go back and you listen to their earlier stuff, uh, especially like Lonesome Crowded West, and it's like this a totally different band mm -hmm. but when they when johnny marr was with them they were doing way more kind of pop rock pop kind of stuff yeah similar akin to the smiths was he there for the that second album yeah the the one with ocean breathe salty and uh um, oh, we were uh we were dead before the ship even yeah, yeah 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 he was on that album yeah, i too? believe so let me okay. look it up you talk for a second because yeah that album that's the one I bought at the record store when I was there. Because that was like 2007? 2007. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that, that one's got right. some great songs on that one. And, and you still hear the, the semblance or the resemblance of uh, the album previous when he was on it. Um, but yeah, in, another interesting band because they came back a couple years ago with the. Uh, yeah, he was on that album. Okay, perfect. So that, but that makes sense because Dashboard's on there, mm -hmm. Miss the Boat, We've Got Everything. Oh, good song. We got. Um, we are, we are. Um, yeah, there's one oh. more towards the end of that album, too. That's really good. Uh -huh. But yeah, what but, an yeah, amazing. Good news for people who like bad news. Uh, World <coughs> Large Float On. Excuse o me. O Ocean Breeze Salt, Salt, Salty is on. Uh, Good news for people who love bad news. Mm -hmm. 2004. Dude. Good, good bunch so of So why, why, why do I like float on? Yeah. I, I'll, I'll, uh, I've answered your question. You answer the question that you're asking me. Tell me why I love float on. Why you love float why on? Why do I love float on? Well, there really isn't a big, chorus in that song maybe uh, not i guess not towards the end but it's epic right it's definitely epic um it doesn't uh sway from what it was or what it is during the song itself it's got uh oh, you're right epic it's got 
Big drums. Got a great riff. Pretty poignant lyrics. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the song's really not about anything. Well, but it is. It's actually got, it's kind of sketched. It's all just, you know what? We just literally just keep living. We flow down. You know, shit happens and life just keeps going. No matter what we do. What is a fake Jamaican? I have no idea. What's a fake Jamaican? He took every last time with that scam. Oh. Yeah. Is that the fake Jamaican? Isn't that the line? Does he say fake Jamaican? I better because I play that at shows. F-L-O-A-T on lyrics. <laughs> Modest Mouse. <laughs> a fake Jamaican took every... Yeah, okay. A fake Jamaican took, a fake Jamaican took every last time with that scam. Da, 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 he was worth With it, it just, just to learn some, some sleight of hand. Bad news oh, okay. comes, don't to worry. Then, yeah, no, that's, yeah. Okay, fake Jamaican, you're right. Yeah, what is a fake Jamaican? I'm asking you. I don't know, is it just a white dude with dreadlocks? No, I'm thinking of fake Jamaicans like like the Great Gatsby or like oh, the Big Lebowski. I, I, it's I, I, like, I, I, it's a, like, it's a like. A big shot. It, no, it's just it's it's like the title of like a caper novel, <laughs> mm. the fake Jamaican. Like it should be in a museum. <laughs> oh, that's fair. You know, like it's something Indiana Jones is chasing. The, the fake Jamaican. The fake Jamaican. Yeah. yeah, Indiana Jones Five and the fake Jamaican. Uh huh. Junior, you got the fake Jamaican. And the quest for the, yeah, Indiana Jones. And the, the quest. quest. The quest for the qu- the quest, quest for the fake Jamaican. Fake Jamaican. <laughs> <laughs> this Caribbean jerk is delicious. <laughs> Winners fuck the prom queen. <laughs> I mixed I mixed in The Rock, <laughs> which is a which is probably Michael Bay's best film. Yeah, not a lot of pretension in that film. It was just a. It no, was. Just, it, it, it is what exists. it is. It exists for it its is. own thing. It was a decent movie. It's I like. Fine. I like that one. Yeah. Post Bad Boys pre Armageddon. Yeah, I'm all right with it. Definitely all right with it. Yeah. Um. <laughs> all right. So we're, we're getting towards the end, but we're doing all right. So my big thing is, like I said, balance. I want good music and I want good lyrics. Every now and then I'll listen to a song just for the music, just to get it going. And sometimes you just want to dance. And that brings us back to our disco. Whitney Houston. Exactly. That, like, dude, I want to dance with somebody. All the time. I really do. With somebody. I want with to feel the heat with somebody. Me. Mm-hmm. But yeah, sometimes you just want to dance or sometimes you just want to sing your heart out. And you don't care what song it is. Maybe yeah. it is that Britney Spears song that you're like, this isn't the radio friendly or radio hit, but this is a Britney Spears song I could rock out to right now. Or Katy Perry's uh, freaking, nah, not Teenage Dream, but uh, what's the, oh, what's the. Oh, last Friday night. Yeah. Yeah. I could, I could, yeah. I could jam out that song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, like Blondie even was guilty of it. They did Hearts of Glass, which is like a disco thing. Miss You by the Rolling Stones mm-hmm. off of Some Girls. Yeah, that's got a dis- kind of a disco beat to it. Yeah, everybody was kind of guilty of it at some point. Well, you had to if it was the thing, you know. Yeah, just not the anti. That's why you didn't hear the bands that weren't doing disco at that time. <laughs> yeah, you did. Oh, uh, Metallica, I guess. Springsteen. Yeah. Well, yeah. Elvis Costello. Yeah, but that, that was the thing. Disco came out, and they immediately had the anti movement, which was new wave. At the same time as disco's rise in popularity, you were getting the Ramones, you were getting 
um, Elvis Costello, you were getting Blondie, you were getting early police, um, yeah. you know, the New York Dolls were a thing at the so time, cool. at the exact same time as the rise of disco. Mm-hmm. And then at the same time as that, you also, you know, Patti Smith, but then you had like Springsteen mm-hmm. who was, was coming onto his own and Tom Petty was starting to gain some traction. His debut came out in 76, Bob Seger and the Silver Bullet Band. So Heartland Rock was being invented all at the same time. It's just what was on AM radio, disco. What was on FM, AOR music, album-orientated rock. So that's where Night Moves was breaking through the airwaves, right? That's where Born to Run was breaking through the airwaves. So I take back my comment. Well, so I always like to do this thing called zoom in, zoom out. Mm -hmm. So it's like you can zoom in on a particular genre, subgenre, like universe world kind of thing. And then you can zoom out on the greater picture. So... Like at the time, so whatever year it is, whatever era it is, <clears throat> you can look at well, what else was coming out around that time, and then you can kind of gauge it and go, "That's interesting." So, like, no wonder my parents and their friends like this kind of music, and like my buddy down the street, his parents and their friends listen to some of that stuff, but they all listen to this kind of music too because they were more club people, mm-hmm. therefore far more disco music, right? Right? Or like, you know, at the time, like people that were wealthier, they weren't listening to Bob Seger or Born to Run. They were listening to disco music because they were out on their boats, you know, snorting cocaine with their fancy schmancy pants on. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the country club kind of people, they're listening to disco. Real quick, snorting coke on a boat just seems like... Snorting coke on a boat. Cool line. We should keep that. But it just seems like you you would lose your balance Brought to you by cocaine on a boat. You've never done cocaine until you've done it on a boat. Now back to our show. You do cocaine? Yeah, snort of. <laughs> <laughs> Brought to you by puns galore. Puns galore. Puns um, galore. So real quick, watch, while you were, watch while, your name. While you were saying puns, uh, puns galore. I must be dreaming. Zoom in, zoom out. I like that. Zoom in, zoom out. I don't know why this came to my mind immediately, but the year 2010, four albums that I listen to all the time that are very different came out that year. What what album? So uh Brothers by the Black Keys. Okay. That was Trans- like their breakthrough record. That was their breakthrough record. Transference by Spoon. Um God Will and the Creek Don't Rise by Ray LaMontagne. It's a great album. And The Suburbs by Arcade Fire. You know, I'm not familiar with Arcade Fire. You probably wouldn't like them. Probably not. Yeah. You would think they're a bunch of whiny, pretentious fucking whiny, hipsters. Whiny Canadians. Yep. So like what's the knockoff Led Zeppelin band? I forget their name. Oh, Greta Van Fleet. Greta Van Fleet. Can't mm-hmm. stand them. By the way, um, now that we've hit the two-year mark. Talk about One Dimensions. Uh, what the fuck they've been up to the last two years? They got another record out? They're they rip, supposed to they release. Re- ripping off Cheap Trick this time? <laughs> no, I think they're going more for like a uh, an REM kind of thing. No, i just kidding. If they put I, out another record. They were supposed to come out with one this year yeah, yeah. I, put nothing out against e- Greta Van Fleet but I, this band came out and everybody knows like, oh man you gotta listen to Greta Van Fleet and it's like no 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 no, no. you gotta listen to me for a second so there's two kinds of music okay and ooh, there's ooh. there's way more than two kinds of music on. but for my example hold on for right. my example there's I know, two I'm kinds just gonna of music say it. I'm a Rob moment guess. there's truly yeah, like moment. the great artists okay mm-hmm. and then it's like well there's no other great music in this genre right now so we're gonna we're gonna amplify this band. We're gonna inflate it 
mm. more than it should be inflated, if that makes sense. Yeah. So it's like... Great artists, like the guy who sings somewhere. Like, oh, they're a great new punk band. And it's like, are they really that great? Or is it just because there's no other new punk bands that are out that are doing halfway decent music? Oh, absolutely. I agree with that. The music's halfway decent, mm. but it's not like revolutionary, groundbreaking, and good at the same time. Right. If that makes sense. Mm. And it sounds very... And every single person that... Brought, ever brought up Greta Van Fleet, they're like, yeah, it's pretty cool. Like, you know that band Led Zeppelin, like, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, hey, yeah, you know that no. band Led Zeppelin? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you might never have heard of them. They're from England. Once yeah, again, you might not have heard them. I, I, had to, I had to talk about this last week with somebody who just loves Stairway to Heaven. And I'm like, that's not even in my top 20 favorite Led Zeppelin songs. And it was a ripoff. Right? Not even. Yeah. It was a ripoff of what? They stole that song. They, did, oh, they really? weren't found guilty, but did they, they know they stole it? I mean, I believe so. There was a, there was a. I um, know they did the court case thing. Yeah, they weren't. They were found not guilty, yeah. but uh, oh, they fucking ripped it off. You think so? I'm not into conspiracy theories. Absolutely. That's how you start being one of the Karens out there. Yeah, all the Karens, but fuck Karen. Not my aunt Karen. She's cool, but fuck Karen. Um, uh, Greta Van Fleet. I saw them in concert. Oh, are you fucking serious? I'm very fucking oh, serious. Oh, wow. Saw in concert. Man, I just totally ripped them a new asshole, and you're like, oh, I went and saw them in concert. They're pretty good. Well, I bought a t-shirt. Well, um, if my friend Kristen ever listens to this podcast, which I highly doubt she ever What's will. up, Kristen? Uh, How you doing? I was... I was uh, follow her at... Sh- at yeah. Sh- at Shut the Gut Up on, on Instagram. On the uh, Instagrams. I'll give um, her a shout out. I was trying to date her, although maybe she's still her boyfriend at the time. I don't fucking remember, but we went to the concert. And I don't remember who opened for them, but it was a pretty cool opener. And I mean, they played. They were Greta Fan Fleet. The old Greta Fan Fleet. They played. No, Fan Fleet. That's who opened for them. They're a uh, a Belgian um, polka band. Ooh, you know what? I would go see that. Yeah, I go see a Belgian polka band. They had um, they had a really big hit back in when did their first album come out was it 2015. Greta that, Van Fleet? No, Greta, Greta, Greta Van Fleet. Oh, Greta Van Fleet. Yeah. Uh, it was it was 2014. It was that uh, was that's right. That's yeah. right because that was after the EP that came out in 2012. Yeah, it was. It really, came out December 12, 2012, and they 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 were they said. Yeah. They're like, you guys don't understand. Yeah. We're gonna release this album, but nobody's ever gonna hear it. Right. Because we're all gonna be dead. Right. And then it came out. Mm-hmm. And it was just like this groundbreaking EP. We and everybody was like, dude, why'd you give up after five songs? You should have done 10. Mm-hmm. So then they came out with that album. We Flea Street. We Flea Street. Right. Yep. <laughs> dude. I know. So many fucking hits on that album. I know. What was your favorite song? My favorite one was uh, We're More Than Just Chocolate. Mm. Really? Uh-huh. See, I'm more of a B-side. Strawberries Are Us. Mm, I love the strawberries. Strawberries. Strawberries Are Us. Yep. Strawberry, but you got You got to hear the polka music. Polka strawberries music. are us. Yes. Yeah. Um, strawberries are us. Yeah, our soccer team's pretty good. That was a great song, dude. Yeah. Our soccer team fed they well in the show in the championship game. That was such a that 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 A minor key ballad, E minor that that kind of like thing going on. Yeah. It was revolutionary for the time. Yeah. Because they're in 2014, they didn't have anything else like that going on. I see. And exactly. You want to talk about bands that were literally revolutionary. Right. And nobody ever talks about them. My favorite song on mm-hmm. their debut album mm-hmm. is the opening track. You know me. I love side one, track ones. Always. We, we just got to have that conversation right. one of these days. Right. Yeah. And pads on the chair bottoms. Oh, man. 
pads on the chair bottoms. I know about that lonely upholsterer. It's just that that yeah. opening, mm-hmm. like kind of um, mm-hmm. accordion. Yep. Uh, pipe riff thing yeah. with the accordion mm-hmm. where it, it goes in and out and in and out. You know how it goes. With the perfect slapback echo on it. Exactly. Yeah, it builds and, builds, and then yeah. they, you know, they kind of come in with the drums mm-hmm. and they're like, the yeah. bottoms of the dirty chair, the bottoms of the dirty chair, put on the pads, put on the pads, the bottoms of the dirty chair, put your pads on, solo. Da-na-na-na. And it was mm-hmm. great. Yeah. Yeah. I miss Revolutionary those. shit. I miss those guys. What a band. What a band. Well, that's all the time we got this week on Rob's Rhythms. I want to thank uh, Max Williams for joining me again. Hey, thanks for having me. And uh, we'll catch you guys. We'll catch you cool cats and kittens later on. Peace out.